Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. It is August 19th, about uh, 10 minutes to 10 in the morning, and we are just wrapping up uh, editing on episode 46 of Scotching Good Conversation. You're gonna hear that in a minute. It is a interview with Salim from Valhalla Bakery. If you're in town, if you're, if you're coming to town, if you live in town, do yourself a favor and go by Valhalla and get yourself uh, some vegan baked goods. I, I know what you're saying. You're saying, but Pete, they're vegan. Uh, they don't taste like they're vegan. They're they're amazing. They're everything that's wonderful about delicious baked donuts and cakes and and cookies. Oh my God, the cookies. Um, they're open seven days a week, uh, most days from eight to midnight on Sundays. They let themselves sleep just a couple of minutes extra and uh, they're open from 10 to five. Get there early because a lot of times they'll sell out of everything that's good. You can get a beer with it. Uh, it's located in the uh, Market on South Street, uh, 2603 East South Street, right uh, on the edge of the Milk District. Go down there and support uh, a really great local business. Celine's super. She was really super fun to talk to. Thank her for coming in. Um, next couple weeks, we got a lot of really great interviews, so so stick around. Uh, um, Jonathan from Artborn is coming up next week, a, a brand new art magazine here in town covering anything that's interesting and cool and artistic in our community, fashion and music and art. And uh, that's, that's next week. We got interviews with uh, Matt from quantum leap winery we got an interview with rocky from the what's the fuss podcast check out his podcast we got interviews uh, with uh mike dunn local musician mike dunn a lot of good stuff coming up hey do us a favor because uh, we're we, this is episode 46 uh if you listen if, if you're a regular listener if you're new and you like what we do lead us some leave us some feedback on itunes uh just give us a couple stars if you want to leave a little paragraph that would be great a couple of sentences and why you enjoy listening it helps us out a lot and also uh uh use our, our sponsors uh bama pama vintage uh look them up b-a-m-a-p-a-n-a try it again b-a-m-a-p-a-n-a vintage look them up if you're in town you can catch them at the audubon park market every other week I think uh, this coming Monday, after this comes out, they're going to be up there. And uh, Red Light, Red Light. Go by Red Light this weekend, and you'll see why we love them. Uh, interview 46, or episode 46, coming up just a second. Uh, thanks so much for listening. You guys rule. I try to keep these, these things short, but I want to tell you what's going on in the future. So thanks for bearing with me. Uh, we love you guys. Take it easy. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>so much for checking out episode 46 of scotch and good conversation i am your host peter uh, we are a weekly uh, 
hangout, interviewee, podcasty, uh, usually uh, an excuse to do some afternoon drinking, but we're not today, uh, which is weird for me, but I didn't feel like it uh, because I recorded yesterday and I'm recording tomorrow, so I liver might need a break. Uh, we're an interview type podcast type thing to uh, excuse to get together with people we find interesting. We talk, sometimes we have a drink. And hopefully it becomes interesting and uh, get to know some people. If it's your first time listening, thanks for thanks for checking us out. You can find all our past podcasts at scotchandgoodconversation.com. We are on iTunes. Uh, I believe we're on Stitcher. Uh, technically, we're on there. I don't know if my episodes are going up. I haven't checked in a while. Uh, if you want to get involved, if you'd like to give us a call, uh, 407-965-5557. That's 407-965-5557. 5557. You can email us if the phone isn't your thing at scotchinggoodconversation at gmail. Of course, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter if you want to know what's up with the show. Follow us there. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Bama Bama Vintage and Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor. Okay, so, so you're smart, right? You're saying to yourself, what can I do tonight or over the weekend? Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor should always be the answer. They're open seven days a week from uh, five to two, I believe. Uh, you're smart, so you're, you're saying, you know, I like independently owned local businesses. Red Light Red Light is independently owned, owned by two uh, local dudes right here in the city beautiful. Uh, it's located in the Audubon Park district of Orlando, and if you haven't been down there, go check it out. It, it's it's kind of a hip, quaint little section of Orlando. Uh, you're smart, so you, you know that, that uh, a big market giant corporations like Anheuser-Busch, they really make just a watery, crappy, wishy-washy product. So you know that that uh, uh, local beer or independent beer companies are good. And Red Light, Red Light, uh, it's got you covered. 24 taps, two traditional beer engines, 300 different kinds of bottles and cans. Uh, so they got you covered there. You're smart. So... You, you want something yummy to eat, and Red Light Red Light has a food truck there uh, most nights right outside. They have a big door. Sometimes they park it outside or out front. So you can grab yourself something delicious to eat. You can get a yummy beer or a glass of wine, or, or if you don't drink, a craft soda. They got that covered. And you, you're, you're helping something local. You know, So you're, you're basically doing the world good by going to Red Light Red Light. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter if you want to know what's up and what food trucks are up there and what kind of beer they have. They are located at 2810 Kareen Drive and like I said, the beautiful Audubon Park District of Orlando. I'm going to put the links and the address in the show notes. So uh, uh, if you go by there, and, and I think you should, uh, tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Go by there tonight. Uh, today's ass uh, is uh, Celine. Uh, I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, Duvasin. Duvasin. Du- uh, came close, right? Very close. Okay, yeah, I, I, I am pretty notorious for blowing people's names. Uh, my last name is Von Taborski, so I'm used to it. So I, if I can't, if your name's not Smith, I'm going to just probably ask you how to pronounce your name. It's. Thank you for coming in. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We we literally have just spent about a half an hour fixing technical problems and talking, and I think actually we. Uh, covered some stuff that I was going to talk about. You you said you hadn't listened to the podcast? No, I haven't. Okay, that's fine. It's, 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 you're not the first person sitting in the green chair who hasn't listened to my podcast. I, I, uh, it's not a requirement. We uh, Usually what I do is uh, I try to figure out where I've met you, and I, I, uh, I'll cover that in a minute. 
So we don't, we really never talked before this. So thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Your Thanks body language tells me. me tells me you're you're uncomfortable. <laughs> Maybe a little. Maybe a little. It's nothing but a thing. We're just going to talk. Here's what I do. These are three things I think I know about you. Okay. And my crack team of research assistants uh, have have been stalking you. They're sitting outside your place in your house with binoculars spying on you. Perfect. Um, this is number one thing, and probably the reason you're here, because uh, one of the things we do is we like to get behind uh, local Orlando people or institutions that I, I think are, are cool and hip and bring something to our community. And you do that. You own a egg-free, dairy-free bakery. You describe it as an, in an article that my team of research assistants uh, read as uh, 100% vegan-friendly, but not at all healthy. That is correct. That yes. is correct. And the name of your, your place is? Valhalla Bakery. I, I was probably going to blow that also. Um, <laughs> they really are delicious. I, uh, I, my wife, who's younger and hipper than I am, is like, we got to go check this place out. And, and she follows you on uh, on Instagram. And every morning you post some of the most amazing, beautiful donuts. My uh, crack team of researchers on my <laughs> end uh-huh. do a great job of surf- searching the inter- internet for good flavor combinations. One of my girls, she things come to her in her dreams. That's really cool. And she's it's she's awesome. a good she just, person to have working. Yeah, she's awesome. She comes in and she's like, hey, I had a dream about this flavor combo, so I'm going to make this. And I'm like, all right, tell me what you need. And I just go get them ingredients and they make whatever they want. They, they really, they're aesthetically beautiful. They're interesting. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, you... I mean, every time I've been there, there are people in line before you open. Correct. So that's a, that's not a bad problem to have, right? <laughs> there is definitely worse problems that you could have. Yeah. I mean, you sell out uh, almost every day, I'm guessing. Yes. At least of the donuts. We and, don't always sell out of donuts. Yeah, we but, do most of the time. Yeah, you um, come damn close, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. it's definitely. They're, they're in demand, and it's awesome. And we've increased the amount that we're producing to try to keep up with the demand and like I told you, uh, we're opening the second location of Just Donuts. So. And uh, it's so yeah, I was going to say uh, the the current location, which uh, where is it? Uh, it's e- at two six zero three East South Street, uh, in between Primrose and Bumby. Right? And what's what's the name of the market? It's, it's called Market on South on the outside, and that is the home of Dixie Dharma and Valhalla Bakery. And you can get a beer there. Yes, you can get a beer. Beer and, a donut. and donuts is at like, nine o'clock in the morning. It's you could fucking be drinking perfect. Beer and donuts. <laughs> I wish I've done on a Saturday. Yeah, we or, can totally support that. Yeah, that's this. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, they're they're beautiful. They're delicious. And you're opening a second location, right? Yes, we are opening a second location on Corporate in Alafea, right across from UCF. Oh, the college kids are going to eat that up. We're hoping. Yeah, that literally they're going to eat it up. Is it going to be a beer there too? No, it's, oh, we're not doing a beer poor kids. license. I know it's yeah. terrible. Uh, we're actually not doing any seating though. Okay, uh, to, so it's like, it's like a takeaway thing. That's pretty hip. We will have like a standing bar. Yeah, um, but there won't be seating because if in because bakery land, land yeah, well, yeah. in bakery land, yeah. if I don't have seating, bakery I don't have land to charge. Fun. Bakery land's a great place. Yeah, um, I don't have to charge taxes. Oh. So when you buy your donuts, yeah. they're all packaged to go, and yeah. by doing that, your donuts are actually cheaper than me having to collect taxes. Smart. Good for you. You're a good businesswoman. Yeah. Yeah, you, you open up, open up a second place, and so look for that. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a link to uh, uh, Valhalla. Valhalla. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Uh, so check them out. Follow them on Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram. If you're local, make make a point of going up there because they really are. If you haven't gone, 
they're pretty fucking amazing. And if you have gone, go again and buy a bunch and bring them to your friends. Cause and don't just get donuts because we yeah. do make other things. Yeah, that's well. I, here's what I was. Here's um, I had the uh, Orlando Weekly food critic in here, uh, Fiaz. Yeah, and he brought some. Uh, I guess he, you're Canadian also. Yes. He's yeah. Canadian. He brought me some Canadian treats. What are those things called? Nanaimo bars. Sure they are. Yeah, uh, he brought me those. And while he didn't specifically say he endorsed your product, he when I when I asked who sh- who should I have on, he immediately said you. So and again, I'm not saying Fias wrote about you, but I know he's a fan. So <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. there's that Canadian brotherhood. Thing yeah, but I, I but he we have a Canadian connection where we both know that poutine is amazing and that Nanaimo bars are the shit and. Some of Orlando is starting to recognize that they are delicious. I they're a bit heavy, like literally. Oh yeah, they're like they yeah they're they're like okay. So my American size Nanaimo bars are about double the size of a Canadian Nanaimo bar because yeah. I'm trying to stick with the American trend of everything, yeah, everything big bigger. is better. Sure. And so I cut them way bigger than we yeah. eat in Canada. Like, yeah, they they he brought the box and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, it's a Nanaimo bar, and I, which I can't say. I can't say most things on this podcast. Um, <laughs> And I was like, I don't know what that is. And I tried it, and, and it's good. Don't get me wrong; it was good. Oh yeah, they're dense. But it, I guess with that that piece, I was like, I can, there's no way I can talk on a podcast and sit and eat this. Thing. No, you would actually die and go into a sugar. Oh, bath. absolutely. Yeah, yeah I would just need a nap halfway through. Oh yeah, when people are like, they'll they'll leave a Yelp complaint about them. You know, there's too much too heavy, food. and you're like, well, that's because it's actually like two or three servings. Like, that's just crazy. because I cut them out <laughs> doesn't mean you actually have to eat the whole thing in one. Yeah, go by there. Um, uh, here's number two thing I know about you and actually I, I usually try to to uh like spring these things on you because mm-hmm. because my research team is really good uh you were a carnival worker we talked about this a minute ago yes I, is carny an acceptable word I, I, oh that's that's a totally acceptable word okay because i i had somebody on the podcast recently and we were talking about little people and i use the word midget which apparently is not a nice word. Yeah, it, no, it's that's like not the right. N word for little people. So I apologize for using it. But I didn't know if if carny was the N word for for carnival workers. I don't know if it's technically because I'm not like super into the carny land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any longer okay. because this was 20 years ago. Um, carny land also. Really, Bakery land, carny land. They, they I sound like stay hip on yeah. what's insulting for ba- or carnival workers. Is it hard to insult a carnival worker? I think it would be. I did not take. Uh, <laughs> It was not that hard when yeah. you worked there. It was, yeah, you didn't really get insulted. Or you did get insulted, you just didn't do You just offense. didn't give a shit. You just, yeah, just no, you're there the to con candy. people out of their yeah, money. That's, yeah, absolutely. You are a dick. You are there to fuck people over. I uh, I always think of Steve Martin and the jerk. Have you seen this, yeah. I hope? Okay, good. That's in, I was going to kick you. Get the fuck out of my <laughs> podcast. Um, why did you become a car? I'm going to say carnival worker because I made that, <laughs> that, that yeah, little we're not really sure uh, that, that little person mistake back a couple podcasts um, ago so I uh, grew up a little differently than a lot of people did okay um, my first time I ran away from home was like <laughs> sure uh, I was either 13 or 14 and I just like popped out my bedroom window and just left and, uh, did you put a stick with a bandana over it? <laughs> I did not do I that. I actually totally had a backpack. That. Okay, wow. And uh, yeah, I did that. And then I lived, uh, I just kind of cruised around and I eventually ended up, this is in Vancouver, British Columbia. I eventually ended up a couple years later moving back to Vancouver Island. And there was a carnival that always came to town. And so I 
was like, well, you know, they're looking for carnival workers. I should probably do this. I feel like they're always looking for carnival workers. Yeah, it's probably because they kill them in the background. I was going to say someone dies and falls off the train or or a hobo eats another hobo or something. Yeah, like that chipped beef isn't actually chipped beef. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So the first time you run away, it takes. You you run off with literally the circus. Yeah. I did. uh, awesome. Yeah, I did, uh, you know, everybody's, every kid's dream. Um, So I traveled, I think I was four or 15 because I remember I had to lie about my age and my sister who's two years older awesome. got ID'd and so she wasn't able to travel with the oh, carnival she got ripped off but yeah. I was younger and never got ID'd because I always looked older than her and was able to travel with them so I traveled Lucky across you. Canada I know <laughs> <laughs> so I traveled from uh, British Columbia to uh, I don't even remember I think I made it to Saskatchewan was that a far it's Two provinces over. Yes, I'm an American. I don't know much about it's, other countries. Yeah. But at I, least the ones that are hooked to my country. Yeah. Yeah. The, the easiest, most the successful easy, ones. Yeah, the super awesome ones with Justin Trudeau, who we were talking about earlier. So um, so you, you traveled for a couple of months? Um, yeah, basically that's, the summer. That's really good. And mom and dad, you, did you just show back up? Um, well. Uh, Hi, I'm uh, back. How's it going? Well, I already wasn't living at home at that point. Okay. Time. So it was more of a... Hey, Dad, I'm kind of fucked. I'm... Can I have some money and a place to live? It was more of, I can't leave the carnival. I'd gotten myself in a pretty bad situation. It sounds like a cult. It, well, it was... It's a really strange You can always type leave the carnival. I wish I was yeah. around. I was like, leave the carnival. Yeah, yeah, it was more of like, Dad, can you please buy me a bus ticket? I've got to get the fuck out of out, Dodge. Out of the carnival. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was not good. And so my dad popped me uh, a Greyhound ticket, and I took the bus back to Vancouver, and had a lot of apologizing to do. <laughs> I'm back in the window. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I worked for him to pay off the debt for a little oh, while. Good. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, left again. What's the weirdest thing you saw as a, as a carnival worker? And here's a, actually bef- before I answer that, this was a Canadian carnival? Yes. It was can you a, imagine how horrible American carnival would be oh, compared to the imagine. Canadian carnival? <laughs> no. Canadian carnival is everyone's super polite. polite. They say A and thank you yeah. and they sorry and yeah, it's, you know it's the Canadians. Yeah, right before the other. What's the weirdest thing you, you saw as as the at the Canadian Carnival? Probably that I don't even know. The people were probably the strangest Lobster Boy. Thing. The answer at Carnival is always Lobster Boy. It, yeah, it was, but it was like really backwoods. And being from British Columbia, Vancouver uh-huh. and uh, Vancouver and Victoria. I didn't grow up with like a lot of the small small town things. So when we would go to towns like Alberta, yeah, um, and or towns in Alberta, I would see people and I'm like, whoa. And it was the same as when I moved to the south. When I originally moved to Florida, I lived in a really small town. Yeah, here. we're different here. We're not Canada. No, no. It's, that was that was my first introduction. That should be to Florida's this. motto. We're not Canada. Yeah, that yeah. should be the United States motto. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a very yeah, it's a very models. different place. Yeah. So it's probably like the introduction to that very small um, redneck life. Yeah. I'd never seen it. So the people were very like confused by this 14-year-old punk rock kid with a mohawk and tattoos already and like it was just weird. Here's the number 3 thing I know about you and you confirm this also. You're married uh, to John the Barber from Liberty Barbershop. Yes. So you guys have kind of cornered the market on Hipster Cool here in town, I think. Uh, basically, we're the most awesome people I ever. think you might be. Yeah, I thought no, it was my wife and I or or uh, some of the cats at Red Light. But but uh, no, you guys might yeah, win. Yeah, I think we definitely take that. Um, John and I are pretty great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, there's nothing wrong with knowing you're great. Uh, our friends sometimes call us Beyonce and... Uh, 
Jay-Z of Orlando. I think and so. I'm like, shut up. I, I think that. so, yeah. But um, you guys are like rock stars in town. Oh, God. Um, if I had hair, I, I would go over your, your, your husband's place. And I know he'd still do it, but... I, I can do this myself. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, this is pretty simple. This yeah, you is, don't need to wait wait two weeks for an appointment. It's actually kind of fun, and I, I literally will get a beer and sit in the shower and buzz my head, and then I call my wife and go, what yeah, did I miss? See, yeah. he's not going to do that for no, you. They, he's that, not going to come into your shower. No, that, that would be awkward at best. I don't even know your husband. He seems nice. He's a really nice dude, yeah. and he would do a lot of things for his but, customers, yeah. but shaving your head while you're in the, in the shower, shower is not one of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. straight edge my back, get all the hair mm, off that. No, I mean... No. One of these days I want to go because I want to get that whole experience with a. But he does hot shaves and stuff. Yeah, see, so I want to do that. that. And I've, I've never done that. It is pretty And awesome I feel like it's a I man do. thing. Like, I feel like it's. It's like definitely a man thing. I'm not going to be getting a hot shave. Yeah. But, it, but it, it, and it's. it's I, I'm absolutely sure it's frightening as hell, but I would. I, I know a number of people who specifically go to, to your husband's place. Correct. Uh, and it, that's Liberty Barbershop, right? right? Yeah, Liberty Barbershop. That? And I, uh, that's over on Crystal Lake. No, Primrose. Primrose. Yeah, go check. We'll, Forty nine North Primrose. We'll, we'll put a link to that too, because uh, that's that's a, a local independent. I'd like to get your husband in here. Would he be up to this? Probably. I'd, I'd love to have your husband in an interview. I mean, it's like I said. I I actually used to live a hop, like literally the apartments right near where your husband's place mm-hmm. is. Uh, I lived in those apartments when they were brand new. So I, I'm really familiar with that section of town. Don't, don't uh, date yourself on that one. No, I know. Uh, and here, it, this is a little, like, a, kind of a fourth thing, but it's incorporated to the third thing about uh, being married to John the Barber. Um, you got married in Vegas. Yes, we did. That's, that's, uh, uh, we had a Viking-themed wedding in Las Vegas, yeah, which is actually yeah. where Val, or Valhalla Bakery came from and uh-huh. where the Viking theme came from. Sure. Um, did you scream that as you got married? Um, well, we were dressed as Vikings. Oh, why not? Um, and our minister came out to heavy metal music with an axe and chainmail. All right. And uh, Viking helmets. Sure, and why not? our entire wedding reception, all of our friends dressed up as Vikings. <laughs> And then we went to uh, Caesar's Palace. Okay. Still dressed like Vikings? Still dressed as Vikings. Outstanding. We raided Caesar's Palace. Sure, just ran in. And it was hilarious. Yeah. We went and had dinner in a little restaurant in there dressed as Vikings, and it was great. Awesome. How long have you been married? Oh, uh, five Oh, God. See, I, I thought this was relatively new. That's sweet. You're smiling when you're talking about it. No, I'm smiling because I can't remember how long we've been married. <laughs> we, uh... I've been with my wife. Last week was the 20th anniversary of our first date and our first kiss. Wow. Uh, so I've been with her 20 years. We've been married about 10 and about three years in the, into us being married. Uh, we were sitting with some friends of ours and Calvin looked at me and went, isn't it your anniversary? And I looked at my wife and I went, Happy anniversary, baby. <laughs> that's kind of how we roll. Yeah, like, that, because we, our first date yeah. was New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. And then we got married before we had the wedding. And then we had the wedding. So, like, there's, we just never know what anniversary to go with. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm terrible with dates and I don't actually care about that stuff. I'm really I think you would probably get along with my wife because she's, yeah. I, 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 truth be told, this, my father was sick at the time. So, I, I, my head was just in such a different place. Yeah. Uh, but she's not into those kind of things. I I know exactly when our first kiss was. Yeah. Because I am into these things. Yeah. But we make the people. We kind of a rock star name. Rock star name. You said you and your husband kind of that you're known as Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah. We're known as uh, uh, Dieter, Didi and Peter. 
So we, That's, we you guys have the name. We we have we have the name. Uh, we yeah, I'm I'm way lucky. I'm way lucky to to I would be a a mess without her. Yeah, I think that that's pretty standard. Yeah. My my motto in life is feed me pizza, tell me I'm pretty, and occasionally take out the garbage. And okay, there, there, there you like, go. That's 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 all I need. We wouldn't have got married probably because if it ain't broken, don't fix it. But uh, it, there's tax. Yeah, there's, there's some great benefits to being married. Yeah, there there's if if I mean I'm I'm ten years older than her and, and way worse shape and I drink way more and I I so I, I'm assuming at some point I'm gonna be hooked to a machine at, in a hospital and I've I've told her you know if my penis doesn't work just unhook the machine like I I don't want yeah, yeah I, I don't want to sure. live if if yeah, I can't if, live yeah so I want her to be able to do that and and I don't think my mom would unhook the machine because she likes me Dee, Dee likes me too don't don't get me wrong yeah yeah but I think it's easier for someone that has to live with you and put up with you to consider pulling the plug on yeah you. she I don't think she would even hesitate if yeah if, yeah yeah if there was a plug right now um, <laughs> I would definitely consider killing every her once in a while. <laughs> but not like on the reg just like yeah oh man today you're gonna be like that today. All right, <laughs> yeah. there's a plug. But then sick. I then I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. actually do it. No, maybe. I know. Yeah, you, maybe most likely. Every time you've talked about him, you were smiling. Yeah, I do kind of like him. Yeah, good. Well, he like I said, from what I understand, I've never met the cat, but uh, I've heard a lot of nice things about him and in his business. Yeah. I, these are th- uh, three more things. These, oh. Actually, you're gonna uh, I'm gonna ask you questions. Top three bands or singer songwriters. Quick, go. Oh God, I don't know. I don't listen to music anymore. Come I on. To... Okay, this is really embarrassing. I only listen to trap music. What is that? Um, really, really, really offensive rap. Okay, with, why not? Um, with lots of talk about drugs and money and bitches and hoes. Sounds wonderful. It is really good. Yeah, yeah. Because, okay, so since my spare time is spent in the gym, I need music that's really motivating. Pump so you up. Yeah. Montana of 300 is kind of one of my favorites right now. Okay, that's um, that's a thing? That Yeah. Okay. He's got a great song called Wifing You. Is it and, really uh, a great song? I enjoy it, okay. but it's awful. Okay. Um, and then it's kind of a joke in the bakery where we do all listen to really bad trap music. <laughs> um, there's another one called What That Mouth Do. <laughs> I'm I sure like trap can... music. <laughs> it's it's really, really, really great. I mean, is um, it like Two Live Crew offensive or um, War offensive? Or a combination I, of the I both. I probably wouldn't let your grandmother listen to the lyrics. Well, she's probably dead. Yeah. not your parents yeah. either. Um, My mom's pretty cool, but I, I think what that mouth do might she would not. That might be over the edge. She um, she would say that. that wifing you. Wifing uh, you is is also pretty offensive. It sounds like it might be a nice thing, but it, well, it's okay, not. So Montana of three hundred. The thing I really like about him, uh-huh. and there's been lots of discussions in the bakery about this, is that his songs are really about having that one woman that he truly loves. But so he's thinking about wifing her while he's piping her. Okay. So yeah. really, really true. He's a romantic. He is a romantic. And that's the thing I enjoy about his music, that he's not like talking it's about all of his sounds. bitches. Yeah. He's only talking about the one his, bitch. S- the one bitch. Specific. That he wants to wife. Yeah. Because, you know. That's nice. It is. He's it's just a lonely man yeah, he's just, who's looking for really love. He just really wants the right woman in his yeah. life. That's, that's so, okay. You turn me around on this. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to make you listen to the song later. Okay. Um, wifing me. Yeah, not wiping you. Wiping you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not wiping me. That would be um, something just, entirely different. Yeah. That would yeah. be very different. Ow. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Okay. I did obviously grow up with a lot of punk rock influences. So I guess that. I was guessing you might have been a little Yeah, I mean, like, Dead Kennedys are always going to be my and 100%. Why not? Yeah. Um, I do definitely have a guar problem. <sighs> I've seen, but one of our first dates, I took Dee Dee to see guar. 
if you can take a girl to seek war, you should marry that girl. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If she is fine with getting come on her from uh-huh. a giant dick ejaculating on a stage, sure, they, that they, is a woman you should marry. They Within about 10 minutes, they killed uh, Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. Jacques Cousteau, a bunch of penguins and seals. There was something else. There was somebody else that got killed within... I, I, it might have been George Bush. That sounds about right because it was right around the time. Yeah. And then it just progressively got worse from them. There. For sure. That that was obviously the most tame part. That was like the beginning stages. <laughs> I mean, I remember years ago meeting Slimantra Hyman in, uh, <laughs> uh, in Vancouver at yeah. a show. And like just had a really nice conversation with her. And you're like, you seem like a pretty down-to-earth girl for... Yeah, yeah. Do you know the the, the, the band Attack? The attack? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Mikey pretty well, trying to get him on here. Uh, they did the the funeral, and it was a full Viking funeral. They shot an arrow there and landed That's and amazing. went up in flames. And he's like, I don't know why we're there. We're not really that kind of band, but uh, I'm glad I went. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've got a warm spot in my heart for Dead Kennedys also. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that any of us that grew up in that time period are listening to music. He's just in, smart. It's, it's yeah. He was so ahead of his time for that stuff. Like, his music still applies Absolutely. to now. And you're yeah. like, oh, yep. Yeah, this I, is... He, uh, I got to see him speak. I've never saw the Dead Kennedys play, but I got to see him do the spoken word thing. And nice. He talked for, like, two and a half hours to the point where I was like okay we get it you're angry and things aren't right (laughs) you're super angry (laughs) you're way smarter than most of us uh do you read are you a reader um I used to top three Uh, books um I read a lot of uh like social science and uh it's been a really long time since I've been reading books most of my stuff right now is bodybuilding related okay that counts yeah yeah. and baking books um not really books. I flip through cookbooks occasionally. I don't really look at recipes. You just make it up as you go along? Yeah. Good for you. You made a living out of that? That's, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's pretty cool. It's worked out really well. Um, currently, I'm reading the Renaissance Periodization uh, book on uh, female, the myths of female dieting, or like the female dieting book. So it's... Sounds hard. Um, it's it's what I'm into. Yeah, no, that's, so, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, oh, well, you can... You can Three movies, top three films. Oh, You've Jesus seen three Christ. films. Um, anything with people getting murdered. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, you're the I'm exact brutal. person. You, you're the exact person I want making my donuts. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I Jaws. Is, the original Jaws is like my all-time. Is there another movie. Jaws? Or, or there's like six of there's them. But like, you're just talking. We need a bigger yeah, boat. Yeah, we just need Jaws. Yeah, that's yeah. They that's it. Stopped Jaws after two, that. three through twenty-seven are terrible. Uh huh. Um, not a fan. Uh, Predator. Big fan of Predator. Good one. Um, and then Cabaret with Liza Minnelli. Really? <laughs> I love that movie. I, I I don't think I've ever seen that. It's it's kind of at the. Uh, Is she still alive? Liza Minnelli. Yeah. I mean, if you call that alive. I I mean, she's just she's been kind of, hanging on for a while. Yeah, right? she's just dragging. She's got to be in her eighties. Yeah, and yeah. she lost it a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah. Cabaret was like the beginning of the end, I think. Like Arthur. she was still great at that point. Arthur, with Arthur. with um, uh, Dudley Moore. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was great in Arthur. She was cute as a button, and that yeah, was the seventies. Super adorable yeah. Yeah. at that point in time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. Oh fuck. This is this is uh, where you ask me the first of the three questions. I don't really have questions. I'm oh, terrible at you this gotta shit. do it. You gotta just. just All right. So. Uh, 
we kind of went Orlando related. I had to get my husband to help me with this because I suck at asking questions. No, that's questions. good. No, that, that's fine. That's what, that's what I like to do. Um, what is your Orlando guilty pleasure? What is my Orlando guilty pleasure? Um, my, my guilty pleasure, like even it, it applies anywhere in the United States that 7-Eleven is because, oh, because uh, big bite hot dogs. But as, as far as like Orlando guilty pleasure, Wally's would be way high up on the list. Um, <laughs> that is definitely a guilty pleasure. <laughs> it's, if, if you're listening someplace else, Wally's, I think I've made reference to it in the podcast, is a wonderful little hole-in-the-wall, I, I don't want to say dive bar, but kind of dive bar-ish. It's been there since 59, 58. Yeah, something like that. It opens at 7, closes at midnight. It's the same people that have been in there since Forever. The, the Silver Naked Lady wallpaper is very awesome. Yeah. The jukebox is awesome. Uh it's right beside Rise Above. Yeah, it's it's a, um, it's it's a an institution here in town. Uh, that that would be high on the list. Um, guilty pleasure. You can say Disney. I know it's Disney. No, it's not Disney. It's definitely not. <laughs> so I am not. A, I am not a Disney guy. Fuck uh, Disney. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> that's but that's a funny thing too because that that's an ongoing theme in the podcast too. Is if you come to town. I mean, I know you're gonna you're gonna go to Disney. There are people you're probably coming here to go to Disney. to go to Disney. Uh, I would say go to Universal before I say go to Disney. Oh yeah, it's newer. It, it's more interesting. There's not as many children everywhere. Yeah, the, the roller coasters are better. I don't ride roller coasters. No, nope, me neither. Um, Unless you want me to vomit on you. Yeah, or me to poop my pants. Uh, so I if you were coming to town, don't. I mean, go out there. I mean, obviously, but there's better stuff than out there. International Drive. I'm concerned. That people come from other countries and look at International Drive and think that's what the United States is. And it kind of is, but it's not because we have better stuff. If you travel within 20 miles of Disney, you're going to find something wonderful. Yeah, International Drive is such a weird place because, like, it's a contrived neighborhood. It's not actually a neighborhood. So, like, if you go to, like, Seattle has such a booming downtown district where yeah, there's yeah. different districts within that. And each one is vibrant and has like a different life. We're kind of getting it. that here. Barely, we're getting there. We're now. trying, but it's too fucking hot outside for you to wander around on these awesome neighborhoods. Like if you go to Ballard in Seattle, there's the Troll Under the Bridge, which is the Ballard Troll, which is the coolest thing ever. It's this giant fucking. Troll. Is that? The, is there a skate park there near there too? Or am I think I getting so. my landmarks messed up? I think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. No, I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Yeah. So like. They've got these really cool things that you walk to see and do. And yeah. you try to do that in Orlando and you're actually at this time of year right now. What are no, you're going to melt. It feels like yesterday was 111 degrees. Yeah. You're going to actually like die. Yeah. You're, you're going to die. You yeah, drink liquids. Yeah. Or suntan lotion. Please, yeah. folks, drink liquids. <laughs> um, Sunblock. But like, I think that that's what we're missing is people come to, to Orlando to go to these parks and then they just see I Drive and Downtown Disney. And Which is think, terrible. Yeah. And they yeah. think that this is what Orlando is. And it's it's not. I think oh, and outlet malls. Yeah. Oh God. Um, I think, like with the the uh, what's it the Lions the Orlando Lions the soccer team. I'm oh, not yeah. I'm not a sports guy, at all. There's few things I could care less about yeah. than sports. Um, but I I'm glad that they didn't put the stadium over by Disney for sure because that very well could have happened. I mean yeah. the stadium is in what could be considered not the best section of Orlando. It's uh, about to be gentrified. Yeah, so well, I mean, it, it, yeah, real soon there'll be great restaurants popping up right there. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad that it's more towards where 
most of real Orlando lies. That's true. It's and, kind and of that's, in, so if you're coming yeah. to town, I mean, I know people are going to come to town to see soccer, which is great. Yeah. Uh, not that I know anything about soccer, so I don't really know. It's kind of fun to go. I, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to go to a game, but I don't really know, like, is there any other teams in Florida or, like, how does that work? I, I think there are. I think Tampa's got a team. I, think my, I, I honestly don't know. Like, so I, this I, is two people that know nothing know about nothing sports. Know nothing about sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, let me Google that real quick. <laughs> well, the games are fun. You go there, you, 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 yell, you scream you your ass off. You don't drink, so there's no drinking for you, but I drink. And I'll, I'll, you know, you just yell and holler and scream. And, I'm and, really good at that. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd have a good time. I'm it, it, really it, good at yelling. For it's things. it's really easy to get wrapped up in and and the game. It, the, what do they call it? The beautiful game, the beautiful sport. It, it it's. I don't like sports. I don't care. I've been to one soccer game. Yeah. Uh, but it is fun. It's nonstop. Unlike football, that stops every couple yeah. seconds. It's they they run. I think I read someplace they run like five miles over the course of an hour. Ugh. Yeah, you know, these that guys are terrible. these guys are really athletes. You know, they're it's I'm 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 not pro sports, but I'm pro having soccer. Guilty pleasure. This is what we do here. I'm going to go with Wally's. Wally's. That's that is your sticking point. You're yeah, going yeah. with Wally's. Wally's. Is, I think that's a fair. Yeah, it's a fair guilty pleasure for yeah. sure. Uh, I, I, th- now I'm going to ask you some questions. I, I see everybody thinks you get to do three in a row. I give you the power, then I take it away. Oh, that's no, that's completely fine yeah. because my questions kind of suck. I just no, have no, that, that was a good one. No, I like Orlando questions. I'm proud of my town. Um, uh, here, here's here's my first question for you, young lady. Um, what types of people should you keep away from in life? <laughs> people like me. No, <laughs> you you bring you bring something to my city. Uh, negative people. Okay. The the people that are always. My friend was calling them sad potato people. Okay. It's it's great because it's the people that come into your life and they only come into your life to bitch. And then they take stuff. They All they want from you is emotional support. But if you ever need support, they're not there. Yeah, yeah. So like sad potato people, they come in when they have a problem and they need you to fix something or they want emotional support or guidance. They're not going to take the guidance that you give them. No, no. Very rarely do people they're take gonna advice. They're going to do what they want to do yeah. anyway in the end. And then they're going to disappear and they're going to reappear again in a year or six months sad when they again. want something else from yeah. you. That's, 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 I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Were you ever a sad potato person? I don't think so. No? Good. Th- like, I've lived I mean, you ran away from home for a hot minute, but that was was that just to explore? Yeah, I've never been like a negative person, though. Like, yeah. I've had points in my life where I'm a Everybody little bit does. down and a little yeah. bit negative. It's, it's, sometimes but, life like, sucks. We pretty much believe in living a positive life. Good. Even like when I went through a really messy divorce a couple of years ago, Signed. Yeah. Yeah. It's Sucks. like you grow from things. You learn. You take a little yeah. from everything. And if you don't learn from your make problems you, you and your mistakes. Yeah. You're, you're not doing it problem. right. Yeah. yeah. You're, you become a potato person. Yeah. You're just going to wallow in it. And Exactly. Well, I mean, some people are, are meant to, they, they like the suffering. They like that feeling. And I don't know. Life is too short to wake every day feeling like crap. You know, you can. It's true. I want to wake up and it, think, it, what it, can I do? Well, I mean, every day is, is a new possibility. Even if shit is, is going wrong. There is a way to make your day better. You, yeah, I would. I stopped at the liquor store on the way here. On the way here, it was my house. I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, I have a drinking problem. Folks. <laughs> no, I, I stopped at the liquor store because I didn't. I didn't know you didn't drink, and I, you know, it is called Scotch and Good Conversation. At least would supply you with a beer. Um, so I, I stopped there, and I was in line, and I, I, I asked the lady who was at at the, the cashier. I said, "How are you?" And I thought she said fair. And I went, really? And she said, what? I said, you said fair? And she said, no. I said, fine. I said, oh, I, I, I thought you said fair. And the lady behind me went, that's nice. You were concerned. And I went, 
yeah, I mean, I would have listened. You know, I would have. I mean, as long as you're cool, I would have. You know, are you okay? You let's, need a hug, let's buddy. Talk about it. Yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna make it. You know, because you give that person a hug, it might help a little bit. I don't. Hey, I'm a big fan of that. Like, yeah. The people that are around you are the people that can change you and make well, your day better. And that's just it. That goes back to staying away from negative people. You know, it, it's you. you Bring yourself up, try to keep yourself around people who are there for what you are in, and you can help them along the way, and things should work out. I could be wrong. That's that's the under, uh, other underlining theme of my podcast is I, I usually don't have a talk is what, I, what I'm talking about. Um, hold on. Uh, question number two for you. Uh, 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 describe your first kiss. Oh, God. Um, Actually, I think I repeated this in the last podcast, but that's okay. Describe your uh, first kiss. Elementary school. Oh, wow. Grade three. Wow. Grant Madeiras. Oh, Grant. Uh, well, he has uh, he disappeared off of a cruise ship in like that's unfortunate. Ninety two. Was it never, the kiss? It probably was. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, beside the garbage can in like an alcove outside in Victoria, British Columbia. Uh, Besides the garbage can. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, at at recess. Oh, the teachers are not paying attention in yeah, Canada. Yeah, it's Canada. We're not doing anything wrong yeah. there. We're yeah, you know, running we're off Canadian. the carnival. Yeah. Yeah, uh, probably playing square ball or tether ball or something. Square ball. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> it's probably a really Canadian or British thing. It's a big square court divided into the four sections. Four, yeah, that's four square. No, it's square ball. Okay. I, no matter what you say about Canada, you gave us Loverboy and Ario Speedwagon. There's <laughs> never an excuse for that. For also, Shania Twain and Justin uh, Bieber. Sorry. Yeah, but Rush and uh, Paul Schaefer. So okay. that, make, that makes it all equal out. Also, Nickelback. Oh, God, you're yeah. right. It's, exactly. Why, why are you doing this? To Canada. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, bare naked ladies. Oh, there. Yeah, I don't mind the bare naked no, ladies. No, that's, I mean, growing up in the 90s, bare naked ladies were huge at yeah. that point in time. That my first sister, record's a pretty proper record. Oh, my God. My sister listened to that record so Gordon, many times. Gordon, I believe that was the name of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think and, it was. Uh, and I think I had Born on a Pirate Ship, and that's where I gave up. Yeah, it's... Maybe You Should Drive. I think that was the second one, then Born on a Pirate Ship. I can't even... I know I mean, too much about the bare naked ladies. I think later I'm going to end up listening to the bare naked ladies for memories. So. Yeah, yeah. What's God. The, yeah. Um, this will be an interesting night. Sorry, uh, babe. Question number three. Uh, what was the worst belief your parents raised you up upon that you still struggle with because of? I don't know. Um, I guess maybe my mom was a little bit paranoid about us getting hurt. So um, I sometimes have like a hard time jumping off of things or onto things or I'm constantly concerned as that an I'm adult that probably myself. doesn't happen really a whole lot well I mean when yeah. you're into fitness it does oh yeah I guess so are you, yeah. like, are you one of those um Not, you, if you don't drag CrossFit, tires around do you um I used to um I, trained, <laughs> Why? I don't understand that it's actually a lot of fun I, so I, I started out horrible hitting tires with a sledgehammer yeah, that stuff's actually really fun I guess um, I started out my fitness journey doing that kind of stuff, and I actually enjoy flipping tires. I love flipping tires. Um, I enjoy smashing tires with sledgehammers and stuff. But like jumping up onto a tire, yeah. I actually have a mind block about jumping up onto. Does someone something. scream at you if you don't jump on the tire? Um, Is there screaming in CrossFit? I'll never do oh, no, it. No, not CrossFit. I've never okay. done CrossFit. I will never do CrossFit. I see. I thought just CrossFit was just hitting things with hammers and no, jumping CrossFit on tires. No, CrossFit is like flailing around and hurting yourself. And I knew at some point in time I was going to say something that would totally be bad. Are we don't. I, I don't have a very big CrossFit demographic. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> because I have, I have nothing to, to pack I've, this up. I don't, 
actually <laughs> talk too much shit about CrossFit. Right. Um, I'm really not into injuring myself because you're flailing around. Um, no, I did Metcons at American Combat Club uh, when I was training. Is that for... like martial arts? Yeah, American okay. Combat Club is, uh, they do uh, mixed martial arts. Could you beat boxing. me up? Yeah, definitely. I, I thought so. And yeah. even, yeah, yeah, just the same. Yeah, don't you make could. me flex on you. No. <laughs> yeah. Please. Uh, it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then I did that originally, but like my thing is like I have a really hard time doing jumpy things. Jumpy things. Because like my mom just always convinced us <laughs> that we would get hurt. My dad's jumped You're out of so many. You're gonna get hurt. I know. My dad's jumped out of so many airplanes and everything, and he's totally fine with it. But like I can't jump up onto a wood block or That's anything sweet. like that. Mom didn't want you to get hurt. I I know, and I love her for it because I've never broken a bone. Uh, I didn't get stitches until a couple of years ago when really? I got run over at Publix awesome. by uh, oh, one of my. Employees. You could have owned a Publix. No, it was one of my employees ran into me. Oh. Uh, it was really great. I ended oh. up with nine stitches in the back of my ankle. Oh, that sounds um, terrible. Yeah, and if he's listening to this, Dick. happy stitch anniversary. Yes, stitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this something you you brought up every oh year? every single the year at Christmas I have texted him for the last Still I guess hurts. five years four yeah. years you have a scar yeah <laughs> good I would, I would text him pictures of my scar oh I sometimes I'll send him pictures of because I posted it on Facebook when it happened yeah because that's what you do yeah of course and so it will pop up in my timeline and so I just resend it to him or retag him in it because <laughs> I'm a dick. But yeah, I think that that's the, the the worst thing. My parents really raised me to be like, you can do literally anything. You can be anything. Because we're Canadian. Even a so it's super yeah. positive. You yeah. know, everything is positive up there. Yeah. You're going to be a great. No matter what you do, you'll be successful. Just don't it get a political nice. science degree. It just sounds so nice up there. It is. Everybody holds sand, hands and sings Kumbaya. I don't doubt it for a moment. No, we actually, like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I miss Canada. Do you think you're going to move back at some point when you conquer oh, yeah. the, the... If Trump wins, we're going. If gone. Trump wins, <laughs> will you guys adopt my wife and I? I need yes, someone to can, adopt us. Yes, you can totally We're come. fairly successful. Yeah, yeah, as long as Well, she is. is. Yeah. yeah. That's good. You guys can totally come. We'll all live with my parents. They That'll have a great. house overlooking the ocean that on the sounds island. Sounds nice. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. My sister has a house up there too, so we can just we'll just move in with my family. It's fine. Do you think you'll move home sometime? I, I think our end goal is to maybe be snowbirds when we're a little bit older. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. because I don't want to miss. Um, I'm already missing my sister's kids. Like, both of my sisters have kids, and yeah. they're actually pretty much exactly the same age. They both have two kids. And it's awesome, and I FaceTime with them and everything, and I love it, but I'm missing them growing up. Yeah, and I don't want to cool, miss out their whole cool life. Are you cool, Um, I mean, they draw tattoos on themselves, <laughs> so I guess that means I'm pretty cool. Yeah, I get that. That's cool. Yeah, and I'm supposed to send them up a huge thing of clothes where I got them, like, cool skull and crossbone shit, but I'm also really bad at going to the post office, so it's been sitting at my house for six months now, so they probably won't fit anything yeah, in the box. Yeah, so you and I are a lot alike when our aunt and oh. uncle styles. Yeah. I, I was weird Uncle Peter. Weird yeah. Uncle Peter, what color is your hair? I dyed my hair one time, like in 90... No, it was 2001. I manic panicked. Just yeah, the, for yeah, sure. I, it was Leaking everywhere. Oh, no. Yeah. It, and it was this short, too. It was for a long time. My, my beautiful niece, who's 20 now, would, Uncle Peter, what color is your hair? Uh, you that. need a second question to ask me, please. Oh, damn it. Um, I thought I was going to get away with this. No, you have um, one more after this, too. What's your least favorite thing about Orlando? Oh. You can say Wally's on that one, too. No, no I love Wally's. I don't go anymore because that, that, that's just too hard. Wally's is... I, Wally's is... I, I don't need to go to Wally's anymore. Um, the weather is terrible. I, I hate 
we were talking about Disney. I hate going out by Disney. Dude, it's terrible out there. It, there's always somebody who's going to cut you off trying to get over to Disney from the left-hand lane. Uh, the food is mediocre. I'm sure there's, I mean, I, I, I'm sure. I know there's some decent restaurants out there now, but I don't want to go out to that section of town because it's terrible. Um, yeah. I, uh, like Maggiano's is really good. What is that? Uh, it's the Italian restaurant that's out there. Yeah. It's actually really good food. Yeah. But the problem is parking. Yeah. People. I hate people. Yeah. It's, 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 I don't like going out that section unless I have to. About once a year, my wife gets a bug that she wants to go to Disney and, and I'll, I'll go and try not to complain, but I'm sure I complain way more than I think I do. Uh, and we always say we're not going to go again. And, and then you go in about a year later. <coughs> when you know, I was driving Uber, uh, if I ever had to drop someone off. You've been a lot of things, haven't you? Well, I, when we were building Market on South, uh-huh. we got so screwed on permitting. And oh, yeah, it took like you that. guys a little while to do that, right? You mean forever? Yeah, yeah. Same thing that I'm going through right now. Yeah, um, that's Orlando. That, that might be a thing. Yeah. Uh, if anyone here happens to be a mechanical engineer, hit me up. Free donuts. <laughs> exactly. For <laughs> life. Um Every time I would drop someone off at Disney, I would turn off my meter when I was after I dropped them off because I was like, I don't want any fucking fares over here. Yeah, you just I drive all the way back down here. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like you, it's so hard to find where people are in those areas because they're so solid people and the hotels and stuff and the way Uber and had they don't their, know where they are. No, they have yeah. no idea. They can't help you, and then they're getting bitchy, and you're like, Ugh, yeah. I don't know where you are. I can't pick you up, and then they cancel your ride. So. Yeah, no, I, I, uh. Yeah, it would be Disney, I think. And, and like I, I, it's a reoccurring theme. I, I, I don't want people to think of Orlando as Disney. I've got a pretty considerable amount of followers overseas, and I'm wildly popular in Mexico. Um, I love Mexico. I'll be there it, in January. Uh, anyway, I, I, I'm worried that when people come from overseas, they're going to go to to Disney and, and not yeah. see the rest of the city beautiful. We I wonder if other places feel that way. Like when you go to Mexico and you go to the ruins, is it the same thing for them if they're yeah, like... Yeah, it's the ruins. I mean, at least that's something. That That's yeah, a real thing. Yeah, but are they like, oh, these fucking tourists going to the whatever ruins you went to? Because we went to Tulum and we went to see the ruins that were at the top of an ocean where you could like go down the cliffs and yeah, go swimming yeah. underneath the ruins. That sounds wonderful. It but, was beautiful. But you probably are smart. I interrupted. You're probably smart enough have to go someplace else too. You probably went to oh, yeah. a local place. And yeah, for sure. You kind of have to. somebody and said, you know, where where would you eat? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And like Costa Rica was the same thing. Um, so it's like, but where does, does everywhere have those things where they're like, oh God, Absolutely. if you just do this, you know. Yeah, we we've traveled a little bit and we try to get off the beaten track when we go someplace but you gotta do the greatest hits yeah but with with disney it's not it's not a real thing no it's so contrived <laughs> and you can go it's gonna be the exact same whether you go in california florida paris japan yeah i mean i wonder even though i wonder if the china one is gonna be is it china i thought it, yeah uh, didn't they just open one there i don't i don't i don't know a whole lot about china it seems like they wouldn't i thought it was i thought it was like outside tokyo is there another one? Is there one? I in think China? there's one. No, we don't. We don't look things up. That's a rule. No looking things up. <laughs> no, I, for some reason, I'm thinking there's one in Taiwan. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I do have a friend yeah. that lives in Taiwan, and I don't know maybe if it's just me remembering incorrectly because everybody's Facebook feed turns into one Facebook feed. <laughs> uh-huh. just, no, I get that. Yeah, that's it's a. Uh, I I think so. I mean, we like I said, we've traveled and we do. I mean, we went to Rome. There's other places, but we also went to Florence and we you know we we when we travel we try to go 
outside the major things. But the airport's usually near the biggest, For sure. most popular thing. And I think that... Th- for me, like when you go to places like Rome, you want to see like the big things too. Yeah, you want to see the Vatican. Are, yeah, it's, because yeah. those are like the things that history you know the most about from yeah. history, like in all of your textbooks in school or whatever, or I guess your iPad now in school. Without Disney, Orlando wouldn't be a real town. Yeah. But we've grown so much from there. From there that we have. I'm not saying don't go, and I'm glad Disney's here. Well, this is the dog on Disney. But do other things. Yeah, you know, get out from that area. And I I get it that that people put businesses around Disney because it's you know it's an anchor. But we got good stuff. Come look around. Yeah, Uh, go kayaking at Wakaiva. Yeah, go see alligators in their natural habitat, which is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. (laughs) Swamps are scary. Hey, besides the folks over at Red Light, Red Light today's episode is brought to you by Bama Pama Vintage. Uh, B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A Vintage. Google it, learn it, live it, love it. Um, uh, Bama Pama has been with us since the very beginning. They were our original sponsor, and we're really proud to be affiliated with them. Uh, they were recently nominated as one of the best vintage companies in Orlando. You can find them online, but you can also find them at the Audubon Park Market around the corner from our house right there on the second and fourth Monday of every month in the parking lot of Stardust. If you're local, go check out the Audubon Park Market. It's really just a just a hip little marketplace with food and uh, the Dharma people, the, the bakery place. The Dixie Dharma. Dix, Dixie Dharma. They're, they're there. Uh, a lot of local little independent businesses set up shop. That's where and, I started out. And Bama Bam, Bam is there uh, on the third, second and fourth. I guess I should probably find out when they're there. The <laughs> second and fourth Monday of every month. So if you're local, go check them out. And your best bet is to like follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And if they, they have something cool in their shop, they're going to post it on Facebook and Instagram. If you like it, shoot them a message. They'll bring it. You can try it on. You don't pay shipping. And if you mention Scotch and Good Conversation, you get a 15% discount. If you're not local, you can still buy stuff. Uh, go to their, just Google Bama Pama, B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A Vintage. They ship priority mail, uh, so you get it pretty quick. They ship anywhere in the United States, and you can still get a 15% discount with the discount code SCOTCH. Uh, B-A-M-A-P-N-A Vintage. Life is too short to wear boring clothes, and don't shop at the mall. It's terrible. Question number four. Uh, what do you most vividly remember about your childhood bedroom? I know that sounds creepy, but I like I, I liked, I, I, I was like, ooh, should I ask a girl that? That sounds like creepy. No, I had this awesome closet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now that sounds weird. Um, (laughs) My sister and I had a room up in, like, on the top floor. We lived in a house that was built in the late 1800s. Cool. And it was really cool because it had all of these hidden passages in it. Really? Yeah. That's like dream stuff. It was so fucking cool. And there was a hidden passage underneath the stairs that went upstairs. It was all stained glass windows uh, along the stairwell. And the front door was stained glass windows, and there was more stained glass windows around. Because, I mean, this is British Columbia. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And so there was all of these cool hidden little pathways. And then upstairs in my dad, or my stepdad in my mom's bedroom, they found a hidden panel in the wall, and it was filled with war rations. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Canadian then, war rations. Yeah, it was really yeah. neat. There was canned water and, like, all of this neat stuff that we donated to the museum. And then my sister and I had this massive closet that we turned into a fort. And we found some like hidden little tunnels in it too. That's really cool. And it was just like the neatest bedroom and like the the way it was, like the eaves of the ceiling and everything like that. Um, 
really cool big windows that opened onto this really neat pitched roof and it was just overlooked the street and like the neighborhood was absolutely gorgeous and we had plum trees and you lavender, had a delightful childhood trees. why would you ever run away <laughs> because i'm canadian oh, <laughs> we're encouraged to explore it was it was an absolutely beautiful house yeah um and uh, so I just really vividly, I remember that bedroom and just how it was so cool. And I remember smoking cigarettes when I first started smoking or trying Open to smoke. Opening the window and climbing yeah. out on the thing. Yeah. yeah and that's I, out so there. I, I, I just guessed that's what yeah. I would do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So. Uh, are, are the folks still there? Are they still own the place? Or? No. Oh, uh, you, did you, I mean, you we go- rented there. Yeah. Uh, and my ex stepfather is a piece of shit. So <laughs> they definitely have moved on from that. Yeah. Um, but it was really funny because he was actually part of the Kinsman. What is and that? It's like a Canadian. I don't know actually if it exists in the United States, but it's like a guys group where they like get together and it's like an excuse to drink beer. It's Shriners. Kind of. Yeah. But like. Shriners help people. A little too. Di- Yeah, these guys weren't doing much helping with people. Yeah. But I remember that like, we had this albatross in our living room, and the albatross was well. If when you were part of the Kinsman they'd bring the albatross to you for some reason i can't remember how you got it but ours was like a bright green spray painted rim of a tire um with pink flamingos in it so it's not an actual albatross no no it's just like a thing it's an albatross as in oh god yeah that this this thing Yeah. yeah and if the albatross was your at your house uh, until you brought it to someone else's house, they could always have parties at your house. <laughs> I like the Kingsman. They? <laughs> they, they liked to party. Yeah. And I just remember at one point in time, uh, they would came, they came and they had a party, and then they filled our trees outside with beer bottles and cans hanging from the branches. These are adults. These were adult men. Wow. Yeah. I knew I'd do well in. I think he, it's probably because we don't have like fraternities as popular. Up yeah. There, so it was like an adult fraternity. But anyway, no, my mom doesn't live in that house anymore. It was a really cool house, though. Have you gone by in your I've adult actually life? Dri- yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's always cool, right? To see it through a different set of eyes. Oh yeah, it had a wraparound porch. It was. That sounds delightful. It was an amazing, amazing house. I wish that was our house still. Um, but my mom actually lives in like super super northern Canada now. Uber. Yeah, it's fucking cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quest number five for you. What's the single most revealing thing about any person? I think your eyes. You think so? You can learn a lot if if somebody if you look into someone's eyes they're you know the window to the soul blah 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 yeah yeah but if somebody can hold direct eye contact with like you, i'm trying to right now yeah, yeah, yeah. or if they can't mm-hmm. hold eye contact with you um how they look at you how they engage with you is a really really important factor if you can't keep eye contact with me i don't know if we're <laughs> now are you gonna be super crazy and like not great <laughs> he's making hard eye contact with no, me you can beat me up why would i do that um that's it's such a big thing and yeah. your shoes are another thing for me i'm glad i changed my i had my yeah. big boy shoes on earlier my, my walking around the lake shoes and i was like she seems edgy i'm gonna put on my my this is i see i'm supposed to wear my big boy shoes all the time uh-huh. this is what i'm comfortable in what yeah. I, i'm not allowed to wear them without socks anymore either which is also what i'm comfortable this is in. because we're not 20 anymore i know i i, I and i'm aware of that but I still like to be me. and So, yeah. 
I wear compression socks at work because I'm also not. Yeah, well, you're on your feet a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's, you know, as you get older and you've worked on your feet your entire life. Yeah. Like, this is secret admissions, folks. Um, I wear compression socks like every day, so I don't have leg problems or My more leg problems. My best investment when I was a kid was a pair of real decent Doc Martens. Yep. Because uh, I worked at Kinko's for 10 years and I walked around on my feet for 10 years. Yep. If back in the day, I mean, I'm sure there are people who don't know what Kinko's is. Uh, if you looked behind the counter, there wasn't there wasn't chairs. You weren't you, you didn't sit down. You walked. Yeah. And I, I fortunately that was smart, but uh, that was the only time I actually owned a decent pair of shoes. And yeah. So now that we have this young puppy here, this vibrant little girl, I, I walk her every morning, and I have a big boy pair of shoes that my wife makes me wear. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big shoe person, also. Like I, when I was single, I would look at girls' shoes, and, yep. and that's how I judge a girl. Yeah. yeah, everybody else is looking at the boobs, and I'm like, what kind of shoes does she have well, on? Even if, like, it's not an expensive brand, are yeah. they well-maintained? Yeah. Are they scuffed? Is yeah. it? You can tell a lot about how somebody takes care of themselves by that. Like, right. if a girl's wearing open-toed shoes, are her toes... Jacked you know, up. Yeah. Jacked up, <laughs> or are they, like... Sorry, I'm going to judge you a little bit if you have, like, a super scuffy, chipped-up pedicure. No, that's funny. I, uh, I... The, the first thing I noticed about my wife this is the 90s it was 95 she had a big pair of clunky yep shoes on I'm like wow she's hot she has cool shoes oh god I remember the shoes of the 90s I had uh, because uh, what's uh, what the fuck uh, super super cool at that time Fluvog Fluvogs were like the shoes. I don't know what trap music is. I don't know what flubog is. Oh, God, you're so not cool. I know. I know. I'm <laughs> learning. Though. I'm trying. That's why I'm doing this. Fluvog was like the most popular shoes of the 90s. And they still have a store on Granville in Vancouver. And it was like, if you got Fluvogs, you were so Is cool. this a Canadian thing? Um, They're really popular in the United States, okay. too. But in Canada at that point in time, it was like crazy and i went to school with a kid named adrian fluvog and i'm not sure that he was how from, from the fluvog family he had to be because i've like, never heard of this really a common last i think name. i'm a little bit edgy and i've never heard of this after when we're allowed to look things up i will show yeah, you yeah i believe you i just i think it might that might be a canadian thing it, it very well might yeah be. All right. someone tell me if i'm wrong it's but. crazy up there um everything's backwards we got two more questions and you have one more so get ready but not not yet um what incident inspired you question number six what incident inspired you to become the person you are today it is not one particular incident okay it is a clash of everything that ever happened <laughs> there's um, no no defining moment in your I life i don't think so i think that like in your life the weird fucking decisions that you make uh -huh. and i i mean like I was telling you before, I'm yeah, a recovered you've, drug addict. I've, you've, lit you've, I've literally you've, done... You've made some weird fucking decisions. I've made some very strange decisions, like very quick brushing over it, you know, leaving home, traveling with the carnival, getting involved in drug use, um, did some very strange things for jobs over the years, uh, did outreach with street youth after when I stopped uh, living on the street. I lived on the street for... A, actually most of my teenage years good times um, sounds horrible lived sounds in a woman's shelter messy uh, it was I mean it's Canada though so oh, it's, yeah, it's it's not like dangerous like the United States but I think that all of that just turned into understanding survival and understanding how people work and it yeah. really gives you an insight into how people really are when you're sitting in front of a strip club panhandling at the age of 14 
getting yeah, propositioned you, by men. You made some interesting decisions. I definitely made some interesting decisions, but it, it, it teaches you how people really are. Yeah. And it also teaches you what's important and what's not. So, like, my husband and I were having this conversation last night about, like, people that freak out about which way the toilet paper roll is on. Uh-huh. It doesn't fucking matter. No, I know. Like, get You're going to wipe yourself. your ass with these, it anyway. It's yeah, all going these, the same place. Exactly. These are literally not things that matter. And if all you're concerned about in life is these little tiny details of things, you need to grow up and experience more things in your life. Yeah, you need to get out of the house You need to often. get out of the house. You need to see the world as it is. You need to see other countries. You need to do other things. Yep. Because if you don't do that, you're always going to have a small mind. You're always going to have a small view. And you're never going to understand how other people work. And if you want to be successful in your life, you have to understand how other people are and how you can relate to them. Because it's not all about you. It's like living in parallel with other people. And so unless you can actually do that, how are you going to ever be more? I feel like I can stop the podcast now. Like forever. (laughs) And we're done. Mic drop. No, thank you. We call it Life Lessons <laughs> with Celine. No, that was, you, you really kind of just uh, put a pin in that map and nailed it. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Here for you. you <laughs> and you brought donuts and cookies, man. That's fucking awesome. Oh, um, do you have one more question for me, please? Let me, let me, let me look up these questions that we came up with. Um. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you could change something about Orlando, what would it be? If I could change something about Orlando. Let me guess. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> no. Downtown Disney. <laughs> no, you know, when I came to town, uh, and I, mean, I, I was 23, that sounds about right. Um, bars were open until five. Hmm. I think it might have been six, Teresa. Definitely, it was, it was at least five. I think it might have been six. And we were known for a music scene. A, bit, a lot of house music came from... Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We huh. we were blowing up for a hot minute. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I, I worked, like I said, work at Kinko's. We used to work from 3 to 11 at night. We wouldn't leave the house until 2 to go out. Like that was... You, you'd go home, chit, shower, shave, have a drink, you know. Wow. Then you'd go out. And... Uh, I would change that, and I don't even go out anymore. It's not like I'm going out till you know six o'clock in the morning. I mean, yeah. I, I, maybe three, four times a year that kind of thing, kind of thing happens. Uh, you know, we'll go see a band or, or you know, but I don't, I don't go downtown anymore. There's nothing there I need. No. And sometimes like some, somebody will play at the social or the beach and I'll go see a band play, but I don't go. You know, I. I I lo- I'm lucky enough to live within walking distance of my favorite bar in the world, who's sponsors us now <laughs> red light, red light. yeah i mean, I mean it's, it's it's the truth i mean yeah. i honestly i i say i was talking about them before they were a sponsor uh so i'm and that was no accident that we planned or I, on my part i wanted to live near where red light was i love my neighborhood i don't need to go downtown but yeah i think for us to be vibrant and happening we need a a, a space like downtown used to be there used to be restaurants downtown there used to be bars there there you know for us and it goes back to Disney. I think Disney had no small hand in crushing that. And that's when downtown Disney was down there and Planet Hollywood and all that garbage that went along with that. Uh, and we had a terrible governor, uh, not governor, mayor at that point, who quit in the middle of her second term and went to work for the Bush administration, Glenda Hood. Um, are, you, are you sneezing? 
Or you you praying? Oh, that's okay. You want a tissue or something? Nope. Okay. It's yeah, fine. Well, you okay. stifled that. You're not yeah. supposed to stifle. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, I I would, and I'm sure there's things that that are bad about having the bar scene open, but it, I think we'd attract more people. We'd get to be a world class city that we were, uh, and especially you know we got the soccer team and we want to attract people and get to be known. We can be a party town, but not be a party town. Yeah. You know we we. We could put the systems in place. I would change that. Um, I, I wish we're a big little town. We were talking about it earlier. We're so spread out. Like yeah. if, if I could take it all and push it in a little bit, yeah, I know a, that's that's get literally rid of the impossible. Twenty minute drives that take you to get from any. That would be great, you know, because we do have these kind of sort of. I mean, there's there's Audubon Park, there's Thornton Park, there's the, I hate using the word milk district, but. It really has become sort of a vibrant little district over yeah. there where things happening. You know, I when we first came to town, they called it the milk district because their dairy was there. We didn't. There was nothing there besides sports down in Bullenbush. Yeah. And uh, now, I mean, there's there's great restaurants down there. There there's a couple great bars down there. Uh, there's market on south. There's market on south. I guess I don't really think about you guys as being in the milk district. I guess you are, and I, yeah, I, yeah. We're, we're in the we're the end of the dividing line. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. There's like a neighborhood between you. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't. So I don't really think about it that way, but I mean, it's it's starting to happen over there, and downtown is growing a little bit, and and but downtown was for years classic clubs that that major acts would come in and and a lot of those clubs had closed and disappeared and i know that's part of the bar industry i've worked in the in the nightclub industry so much of it though is like when you try to open a business in orlando yeah they it's really it hard difficult. dude it's like um i know a lot of places and i'm not going to name names yeah. um that have had issues just with the city losing the blueprints of the building and then they have to hire architects and these little projects become these massive money holes. It yep. was the same like when we opened Market on South, we ended up $100,000 over budget. I know, I followed you guys before you opened. Yeah, it's yeah. brutal. Like you're you're just trying to get these little things open and you just can't. Yeah. Like right now with the, the donut shop, we're doing the same thing where now we need the mechanical engineer. So we had to hire an architect. We have to hire a mechanical engineer. We have to do this. We have to hire these people. And that's even before our permitting even gets submitted. Yep. So... There's no like. <sighs> it's probably every town, though. Truthfully, I'm sure it is. You I'm know, because sure I I got some friends are opening some places in other temp parts of of the state, and they're going through some stuff too. People in power want to be in power, and and I'm I'm sure there's good people. I'm sure there's people I mean, like who are great. Buddy Dyer, his uh, his right hand man was great when we were opening. He was very supportive. You bring something to the table too. I'm not yeah. I'm not saying you know bend the rules but obviously you're here to stay you bring something important and 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 good to the city yeah you know and, and you proved here that you're you're here for the duration uh i don't know i can't maybe make it, it easier for people or like have some sort of way to help guide that guide us through because like all of these steps that you go through to open a business in the city, like you're kind of blindly stabbing in the dark to yeah. make sure you're doing the right things and yeah. getting the right things situated. And I don't know if there's a book out there that we just haven't found that says, here's your step A through Z of how to open a business. You know what's good? Um, when I opened my first business, I, clueless. I don't know anything about opening a business, obviously. Um, but there's a, and I don't know if it's a thing anymore. I think it is called SCORE. It's the Service Corps of Retired Executives. And it's founded by the United Way. Hmm. And you, you contact them. And I look it up because they, yeah. 
uh, I went to them when I opened my first business with a business plan and they, they literally, these are guys who were successful yeah. and they've retired and it's free. I think that they, they ask for a donation at the end. Uh, they sit with you and they go, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. That's a bad idea. Why did you do this? Why did, why don't you do this? Here's what I think you should do, but you're free to do whatever you want. Yeah. And then you meet, you, you can meet with them as many times as you want. If I remember correctly, I think I met with them like two or three times. Can't remember the guy's name, and I probably should. I think I remember vaguely when we were looking at opening market on South. I had reached out to them, or someone similar to that. Like yeah. there's yeah, one like in the, I said it's the free. mall, I think. Yeah, I, I think it might have been in the mall. Uh, it's free. They ask for a donation. It's from the United Way. There yeah. are things out there, and, and working for yourself is the best. It's scary, and it's 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 frustrating sometimes. I I make less money than I've ever made in my life working for myself and I'm so much happier. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely more fun to live with. I'm definitely, <laughs> I, de you know, I, my, I'm, when I was in sales working for, I worked for a company based out of Atlanta and I made pretty good money, but I worked six days a week. I, when I wasn't working, I was worried about work and worried about someone stealing a sale and worried about, there was so many parts to it that was out of my control. That was like Publix for me. Yeah, and, and you wind up apologizing for other people's mistakes. Yep, that was my 10 years of my life before this. I'm sorry, yeah. And uh, now it's like, oh, cool, I've created these jobs for other people. Exactly, you're you, I... you were part of the solution. Yeah. You know, good for you. You should be proud of yourself. Like I, I asked earlier, I said, are your folks proud of you? And I bet you they are. I, I think you know? they're pretty stoked on Especially it. when after what we talked about, I mean, you, you made some silly decisions. You They weren't silly. They were awesome. Yeah, I, because I know. they made me who I am. Yeah, and you seem okay. I'm, I'm yeah. a survivor. Yeah. Well, you, you did okay. You seem all right. Uh, I got two more questions. One's a throwaway. Okay. Uh, they say life begins at 40. I don't know how old you are. It's not, that's not the question. Uh, what's your greatest fear about getting older? Um, I think my greatest fear about getting older is health. Um, my husband and I started taking care of ourselves when we were, well, I was about 30-ish. Uh, I was really heavy. Uh, I was almost 300 pounds. Wow, that's, that's, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. And so when I started um, Metcons and training at American Combat Club, and then I started lifting weights and then got really into bodybuilding, um, we do that because I don't want to be frail and I don't want to be fragile. Build and I your don't, core up. Yeah, I just yeah. want to be strong and I want to be vibrant. And I have some friends that are um, high-level competitors in bodybuilding that are women in their mid-40s and they look amazing and they look strong and they're jacked and they're just super influential women in my life. Yeah, good for you. And it's good to like, have a mentor. Yeah, yeah, you have to. And I just I I think that the biggest thing is like I don't want to break down. Yeah. It's... You look back and you're like, damn, I'm 36 now. So you look back and you're like, wow, I'm 36 years old. I don't, I, I kind of maybe didn't enjoy my 20s as much as I should have because I was so concerned about things that didn't matter at that point in time. <laughs> nothing, nothing matters back then. I know. Yeah, I should have just been just, awesome. Just bullshit. Yeah. I, I mean, I moved across from Canada to Florida because I met a guy on the internet when I was 23. And I lived in Citrus County. That sounds horrible. It was awful yeah. for five years. And it was like, I feel like I squandered the best years of my 20s. From 23 to 27, I wasted it. Oh, I'm sorry. And you're like, I lived in this small town and all I learned about, I mean, I took some really great lessons from it. I took like what I'm willing to take as a person, how much I'm willing to understand and stand for and where I draw the line about what I will accommodate other people for and what I'm willing to accept 
and for myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, those were my prime years. Yeah, I was adorable. <laughs> I was so cute, and here I was living you're in this small cute. town. Come on, you know you're cute. But I was like in this small town where like I couldn't be myself. I yeah. couldn't, and I'm working for Publix in a small town, so you're like, yeah, Publix I, is a tad conservative. Company. Yeah, they're a little yeah. conservative, and yeah. it, you know, I had to have my tattoos covered, and I just wasn't able to like be the person that I am. I'm I'm fairly vibrant as a person. You're pretty in, smiley. It's in like appearance and everything. Like I felt like that like that time period kind of took that away. So I lost that pinnacle yeah. of my youth. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't want to look back in when I'm forty five or fifty and go, oh damn, then I fucked up my thirties. Yeah. No. So I think you're doing okay. From an outsider's point of view, you look like you're doing all right. You're taking care of yourself. I'm you, pretty good. You're building a little empire. Your wanna, husband's doing yeah, something. I just, I just want my bench press you, to you be like over two hundred pounds. Yeah. You, you you like what you do? Still? I love what I do. I good. love I love building the community. Yeah. I love employing people that I care about that can be passionate about what they do. I have some of the best staff I could ever have good thought that I would have. That's that's uh right there. Like I said, you're part of the solution. Congratulations. That's Thanks. cool. Yeah. Uh, one more question. Uh, who do you know that I don't know that could sit in the green chair and hang out? And my husband. I'd, I'd love to have your husband on. Uh, uh, John, come be on my podcast. Yeah. John's awesome. Yeah. Solid, solid dude. Um, have you talked to Bruno's from Pizza No, he, I, he, he kind of, I, 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 I mean, I've, I've talked to him also, like when he used to do his thing outside red light. I mean, oh, he, then you know him. Yeah. yeah that can't he, be him. He's, uh, uh, he's definitely, uh, doing something right. Yeah. All of, all of a sudden, man. This pizza's delicious. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find you people. Yeah. I'll yeah, find I'll, you I'll ask them and, uh, have them come on. Uh, thank you for coming on in. Thanks yeah. for having me. Uh, there'll be a link to your delicious place. Excellent. In the show notes, and go by there. Like, get there early because there's a line, and it's worth it. Um, I want to thank my buddy CJ uh, for writing my my. I have music, I have theme music. It's oh. pretty funky too. Yeah, my buddy CJ. Uh, he wrote my music. He always says, and I say this every show. If if you haven't listened before, listen all the way through, like the end part, because he breaks it down. It gets real funky near the end. He plays with uh, Mike Dunn, and he plays with Richard Churphy and All God's Children. Those are two local great bands that I endorse. And uh, if you see them playing around, go see them. Mike Suck's going to be on the podcast next week. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, if you see CJ playing around, he plays uh, just uh, bars and stuff like that. Go see him. He's funny. He's talented. He's cool. And he also produces. Uh, he records. If you have a band and you need something, uh, give me a scream and I'll hook you up with him. I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Bama Pama, B-A-M-A-P-N-A Vintage. Uh, they're at the Audubon Park Market. Uh Twice a month, they're online, 15% discount uh, with the discount code SCOTCH, B-A-M-A-P-N-A, Vintage, and my favorite bar in the whole world, uh, Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, 2810 Kareen Drive, located in beautiful Audubon Park, uh, 300 plus bottles and cans, 24 uh, uh, tap and two traditional beer engines, they, uh, they brew there, they have delicious small batches of amazing beer, and they have wine. They have craft soda if you don't drink uh, food trucks. They really do bring something to the community. It's locally owned. Go by and see them. If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, I please encourage you to leave feedback. Uh, I've got 45 uh, episodes under, and I have seven feedbacks, and it makes me sad. So hit the hit the, the five stars. You don't have to write anything. Just hit five stars. But if you like us, 
write something to it. If you don't like us, then don't listen. Don't tell anybody. Uh, Want to uh, give us a call? 407-965-5557. 407-965-5557. Or scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. And tell a friend. Post it up and re- on uh, on uh, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Or If you like Celine, if you like what she does, uh, and when I post this, repost it so she gets a little hit, I get a hit, everybody wins. It's a win-win situation. Thank you again, Celine. You, you're, you're a doll. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're my new best friend. I said we need a mentor. I, you're my new mentor. I'm um, stealing your dog, though. I, I know, right? Who would think that she would be that quiet? She's awesome. Yeah, we'll she's okay. Um, hey, uh, uh, say goodbye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Uh, I love you guys. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>